peek behind the curtain of the Softly Training Lab with the Softly Performance Podcast. The pinnacle of human performance is out there, and we intend to find it. Welcome back to another Lunch and Learn series of the Softly Performance Podcast. Welcome to Chapter 1, Episode 3 of the Conscious Warrior System. And actually the intro to the next few chapters that we're going to be going over. But today we're going to be talking about the practical application and recommendations on how to utilize uh, the conscious warrior system into your daily life. And I think we we found a really good way to kind of express it today. You know, we were trying to record this podcast on Friday. We had some technical issues for some reason, couldn't get it fixed. And then we kind of took a break. We were like, all right, we'll let it go. Ended up coming back today. And I guess the weekend was a really good good experience just because we kind of had that on top of our heads as we were leaving work for the weekend, I guess you can say, and it was something we kind of looked into. And you know, I'm really excited to actually talk about today and how we look at utilizing the different pillars of the conscious warrior system, because I know we've been talking about lately is just sleep, but we really haven't talked about what CNS management looks like, what the psychological uh, and emotional you know, state and how do we manipulate that on our own look like from very small, minute changes, or what is this nutrition idea that you have this pillar, what are you looking at? Are you looking at just calories? No, it's something opposite of that. There's enough people doing that out there. What we're trying to look at is more of how do we go ahead and have you change your mindset behind food in terms of the way it looks at helping you eat. You know, the same thing with heart health. We had a really good conversation about this prior to to this to the episode due to one of the case, to the pilot case study we're doing right now and we're seeing his heart rate really start to steady out, but you're seeing his paces start to increase and seeing some really cool things from there. Um, and, and that shows an increase in, in heart health. You know, that's, that's a really big thing. And what does heart health have to do with all of the other pieces? It actually has to do a lot with all the other pieces. I feel it is the foundation of all the other pieces to go ahead and give us a really good insight to like, you know, the longevity potentially of how we can live. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, I think the really exciting thing with with the conscious warrior system or the, the framework, however you want to look at it, is it's it's kind of almost the next step. So we've we've gone beyond just having conversations about nutrition or like George was saying, just about heart health or or just about stress management. And it's now looking at how how these things are intertwined. So if we use the, the pillar example again or the analogy again, rather than just considering them each one in isolation, it's kind of looking at, at how how are they how are they linked and we we know from um sort of biomedical research and, and things like that that almost the more we're finding out about how the human system works be it the kind of psychology or the physiology the harder and harder it is to to kind of separate those things out we, we kind of see that both physio physiology and psychology are kind of intertwined in in almost everything we we see and do um and we were we were talking off air i think a, maybe a week or so ago about pain management yep. and that's that's kind of a, a prime example but just to sort of dig into it into the into the context of the the conscious warrior system um it, it's this idea for instance that rather than let's use nutrition as an example rather than nutrition just being like um say an input for example i know i need to eat more fruit and vegetable or more kind of clean meats or not meat at all rather than just being an input we're also kind of considering it as an output so for instance why is it that some days you wake up and you're just craving sugar or you just want to like smash some chocolate or something like that and and kind of considering that that each element of the uh or each each pillar rather of the conscious warrior system is 
to quote George is bi-directional. So, <laughs> so we, we have both an input and an output. Um, and it, and it's kind of, um, I, I guess what we were trying to give you guys today in terms of, uh, like practical implementation or something you can, you can think about and run with is just starting to, to build up a bit of an awareness. That's all we want to develop at this stage. Just build up a bit of an awareness of, maybe how those things might be be linked in your life so are there any any particular patterns that you you kind of see starting to starting to kind of form for instance if you know that um you guys you go out wednesday thursday night for a few beers and then it's really weird that the following morning you wake up feeling a bit groggy you have like an argument with a family member or a co-worker and then you just want to crave like bacon or burgers or something like that obviously that that's that's quite an exaggerated pattern but it's it's um it's that developing that self-awareness that's kind of the first step towards us trying to figure out what's going on and that can be how we help um reverse some of those negative cycles like we were talking about before being tired craving sugar which kind of makes you feel more tired which makes you crave more sugar to to kind of spinning it back the other way and, and trying to make things a little bit more positive um, because we know that for instance if you wake up feeling really really rested you're more likely to enjoy your training and enjoy your time with co-workers and friends and family and things which means you're probably going to be happier so you'll eat you'll make better kind of nutrition choices which means you'll train better you'll sleep better and, and it's kind of like an upward spiral and obviously that's what we're we're kind of trying to achieve here and that's I love that fact that we go, we'll go into the idea of the upward spiral because it goes back to the, the very first like framework that I, that I used to explain the conscious warrior system to you at that time and moment. And this was a very early idea, what was almost seven, eight months ago. And I think I just got done reading, um, it was a book by Ken Wobbler, and he's a big time conscious psychologist. He's way out there. And- We'll try and get that in the, in the show notes, George. Yeah, we will. And he kind of went in down to the rabbit hole of understanding spiral dynamics and what a psychologist named Dr. Graves talked about in terms of you know, what the human needs and as they continue successfully achieving those things, you start to continue spiraling up to be able to have this transferability. And again, we've talked about transferability already in other shows, but this idea of transferability to go ahead and understand and have the ability and the capability to be aware of like managing certain things. So for example, you know, if I sleep only seven hours and I don't eat enough food for the day and I didn't drink enough water and I know that at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I, I'm and I wake up the next morning, it's like, I, I know I'm not going to be fully recovered as much as I would be if I got eight hours of sleep and I actually ate the, the I ate more than what I ate today to my, to feel my activity levels. Oh, and then I also drank enough water to do X, Y, and Z. I did all the other things well, but those other things still had an effect overall on it, not just an idea of just it's opposite of that. So the way we can look at that, it was if we go ahead and find a baseline of what helps us operate at a high level all the time and we know what that feels like, it gives us the, the ability to now make the right actions to get back there when we don't feel that way. That's been the really cool part about all that, of learning this whole idea. And it's, it's not that it's not easy, because it's not, it's not that it's easy, it sounds, it's simple, that's it. But when it's simple, it also can be difficult. A simple task just like running or walking can become, let's go out and walk. Just go walk for 10 hours and let me know how difficult that yeah. becomes for you. Like that's the yeah. goal. It, it, it's again, no matter how simple it is, it's just going to, it's also going to be difficult. So it's a very simple framework concept that we've come to this point in moment that 
you know, where you're now learning how to become a little bit more finesse with your life or you're creating finesse within your life and being aware of that. And I think that's the right word for that. I, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you, you were talking again before we were, before we jumped on about your, uh, the conversation you, or one of the conversations you had over the weekend about kind of having a, almost a different toolbox or having a toolbox approach, I guess, for, for kind of dealing with, um, like the, the day-to-day chronic life stuff. Um, and I'll, I'll let you go into that in a second, but just, just to kind of link it back in, that's essentially what we're, we're, we're trying to do with the, the conscious warrior system is rather than, than only kind of being able to approach each thing in your life with, with one tool or one way of thinking, what we're, what we're trying to do is, is kind of open up those options so that um, you're, you, you kind of not, what am I trying to say? You're not, you're not seeing the same problem over and over you're able to kind of look at it from a different perspective but sorry i'm rambling it's no it's really good because it's allowing me to kind of collect the flow in which i want to go ahead and and, and present this in that manner because when you talk about a tool belt and i really love the, the analogy of the tool belt because when you go and look at a carpenter or somebody they are someone who's an artist even a, a, a doctor who's doing surgery, they have a toolkit, right? They have their tools. They have their tools and they have the other tools that they can supplement with. It's the same idea here as us as human beings, right? I should treat this as like a game of I'm just trying to collect as many tools as possible that's going to allow for me to live the life that I want to live. So what does that mean? Well, if you're living a life that you want to live where you want to be a firefighter, you want to be someone who is putting themselves on the line, understand the risks and the consequences that come with it. But while you're doing that, learn to look at finding as many tools as possible to help you stay as healthy as possible to fulfill that job and state. If you're somebody who just wants to go ahead and just be super healthy all the time, X, Y, and Z, and you want to have, and I have friends that are like this, who want to eat just nothing but plant foods, and they don't want to go ahead and do anything like that. Cool. Understand too much of that also is going to go ahead and do what to your body. So you need to go ahead and think about what are the skills and tools that I got to go ahead and live that lifestyle if I want to. Oh, cool. I, so I just took an occupation aspect of how to view this. And I took someone's nutritional view from how to say this. Why? Because all of those are inter, those two are still interconnected as well as all the other pillars of the frameworks that we have supporting it. So yeah, I kind of looked at it and we talked about pre-show was like, hey, pretend you're an artist carpent and like creating a mold of something. And for the longest time, all you've done is use the hammer. And I was having a conversation with this about Sean Waxman this weekend. And, you know, he said for so long, he's just been the hammer, 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 hammer. And it's like, dude, how many of us are the hammer? Like we always all been the hammer just and we that's how we get things done. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just over time as we, as as life and we go through different phases, at times that hammer is not going to be needed <laughs> and you got to be able to yeah. know like, Hey, again, what tools do I need to use this now to go ahead and give me the life that I need to live in that moment? But again, mm. going back to why we look at it from a consciousness aspect, we're aware of the phases that we're in, the things that we're doing. How do I go ahead? And now whatever I molded here, I can now grab other tools to start putting a little bit more detail elsewhere. And those are like, I'm sleeping better. I'm eating better. I'm managing my heart. I'm going out for hikes. I'm walking, right? I'm managing my psychological, emotional like load by having conversations and you know focusing on that as well. Okay, cool. What does your occupational stress look like? Let's learn how to manage that as well. Well, how to manage all that, you need all the other things jiving. So, yeah. you know, it, it's the same thing here when we just look at life as a whole. It's just like, I'm just trying to chisel little pieces so whatever details I put on, you know, the backside of, of whatever I'm creating also is going to make something on the front side stand out because it just shows how much of 
effort and how much detail and awareness I have of everything on this animal. And again, it doesn't, or, you know, I say animal because that's kind of what I'm creating in my head right now as I'm like talking about this. Like sculpting something, yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's all it is. It's like it's, it's sculpting it. So I'm creating, like, so you literally just heard me just <laughs> speak out loud from my head when I was just thinking. Um, but yeah, so if I want to use this animal, for example, like I'm like giving detail to make it this most beautiful thing I want. And again, it's beautiful to me. It doesn't always have to be beautiful to others. So pulling it back from like that idea of like philosophy and life and bring it back to like our day and job, how we want to live right, life right now, how easy can this be? Again, like we said, it's not that easy. It's actually difficult because it's going to take a lot of questioning, like you said. So it goes down to just, you know, understanding that how do we implement and how do we apply this in a practical application? It's actually very simple. And we can use an example from our case study that we just are case studying currently. With the individual we're working with, he has a really good baseline of sleep, his nutrition. We're looking into his nutrition, which is looking really well. He understands psychological load really well. He understands his job's high stress, even though he's in a very high leader position. Um, and we, and he knows that his CNS sometimes, he understands how to look at that too. And he kind of ties it all together. So we have an individual who's relatively already high performing individual. The goal isn't to like give him these massive amounts of increase in performance. It's, it's how do we give and take, how do we learn how to balance and become more efficient while transferring through those different ones to give and take and know that, Hey, I actually worked a little harder today because I'm getting some dudes out the door X, Y, and Z. I had nothing but briefings and all this stuff. Cool. Well, what does your training load look like? And then we go look at his training load and it's really balanced out. We're like, all right, cool. That's what we need. And he's following the softly programming. That's not, you know, we're seeing how it's managing. And we and that's allowing us now to go ahead and look at it from, okay, cool. How, what's his sleep look like? <laughs> cool. Sleep yeah. layout profile, sleep hygiene, pre and post was beautiful. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we we have a full on tracking of it all. And now it's like, huh, how do we just get him to go to sleep faster? Because the biggest thing I found from there was like, hey, I put my head down at 9 p.m., but I fall asleep at 9.30. And I'm like, hmm, what if I can get you to sleep in 15 minutes? What can that do for you? And that's the mindset where it's like, I'm not making some huge massive change in your life in that moment, but I'm like, hey, like, don't change up your routine. Do what it is because it makes your life have to do that. But let's mm -hmm. implement something that's very actionable and powerful enough to pot potentially help you get to sleep a little bit quicker. Yeah, and it's that whole kind of argument or the idea of, of sort of putting together marginal gains. So putting together like 1% from here and 1% from here and and that kind of cumulative effect being way more sustainable. So it's much, much easier for someone to kind of tweak like one thing in their day. So for instance, like carrying on with George's example, going to bed 15 minutes earlier per night is way easier than kind of someone like having to go out and get a new bed and completely change their nutrition profile and completely change their like their approach to training things like that so so it's it we're definitely we're definitely very much behind this idea of of trying to trying to find ways of making things that are actionable and relevant for you um and and again it a lot of it comes down to this idea of, of self-awareness trying to trying to figure out like okay so so what things have i got down what things would i say yep yeah, that's a green light be it okay, my, my food, my hydration, yeah, I'm all over that. That's class or my training. Yep, yeah, got that sorted. What things are kind of not so great, but I'm kind of ticking over and they're okay. And then what things are red light, real problem, we need to kind of, uh, we need to pursue those and get to those as a priority, almost like a triage we, yep. we talked about before. I think once you, can, once you can start to kind of figure out 
again, if it helps, use the use the six pillars that we've mentioned before as, as kind of a framework. So look at those six things and we'll we'll kind of dive into this more in, in kind of future chapters. But look into those six things independently and, and, and almost kind of rate yourself, be quite honest in terms of what things that I got down what things are okay and what things do I need to kind of prioritize and, and get to um, and pick, pick maybe one or two a week that you want to, you want to try and address rather than like, Oh my God, I'm on fire. I've got to do everything tomorrow because we, we know that one or two a week, things like that are way more sustainable. And we're in this for the long term. Like we, yep. we want to, yeah, we want to kind of think and talk big picture rather than just so, 30 days. So I think what I want to do here is, you know, the pro the, the, the challenge or the, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to give out to everyone. If you are going to do this with us and you know, we're going to continue talking and doing this and we're going to throw these things out there and we're going to go through the sleep, nutrition, heart health, CNS management, psychological state and occupational health. Um, as a, we're going to go through each of them independently over the next, um, I guess you can say seven to eight chapters that we have coming up and each will have three episodes. And in each of those episodes, um, the last episode will be practical applications. So we'll be giving tips and tricks on how to actually, um, adjust and change some things that will be actionable. So what's pretty much happening is you guys will be kind of going through a mini case study with us if you wanted to on your own by kind of just tracking it yourself and just listening to what we give you off of what we've also been learning from our current pilot case study, which is really rad. So my challenge is, you know, Matt set it up perfect. Thank you. He comes, that comes from the research world for him. Um, lay out the six pillars, lay out, you know, the way I want you guys to do is lay it out and across a, a line um, and we can call it an X axis and a Y axis, um, and lay out, you know, the sleep as a pillar, as one lay out nutrition, lay out heart health, lay out CNS management, lay out psychological state and lay out occupational health. I'll and put those in the show notes just for you guys. It's, it's yep. easy to pick up. Yep. And then what you guys will do from there is you guys will rate each one on a scale of one to 10, uh, one being the worst 10 being best and what you're going to do is how well do you feel that you are you are in these areas you know how well is your sleep how well is your nutritional habits how what's your resting heart rate like what is it on the base of a normal standard numbers that we have out there right now and go check it out and write it down right and you can break it down as excellent you know excellent average um normal however you want to look at it same thing with CNS management. How well are you at managing stress? Rate yourself on a scale of one. And just be honest, it just shouldn't take very long. Same thing, psychological state. You know, how well do you are you internally aware of yourself? How well is your emotional state? Do you what are those like? And and rate yourself on that. And then your occupational health. What is your relationship with your health in terms of your job and your profession? And rate that on a scale of one to ten. And what does that look like? Taking into account family, your sleep, your all those things. You know, it's now it's taking a hold because then as you look at it, you might see some changes, you might see some undulations. And the goal is like, like we said earlier, is like, how do we improve just one thing here and there to help one thing rise to where it's like, yeah, let's isolate sleep for a little bit. And let's just give you a quick actionable step, meaning like, hey, instead of what do you do before you go to bed? Oh, you don't take a shower. Let's how about we jump in the shower prior to bed for 10 minutes and work on some breathing work while you're in there with the lights off pure darkness and have your room set up with the cold temperature and blacked out curtains. And let's see how fast you go to sleep. Right? Let's see if that changes something. That's a very actual step that you can do. And you might, and how does that improve my energy throughout the day for work? My physical, my psychological state. How does, how does that allow for my like nutrition habits to be better? How does that now look at for my heart? Is my resting heart rate lowering now after a higher quality of sleep? 
because I got six to seven hours of sleep. But instead of actually only getting four and a half hours within that six and seven window, I got five and a half now between that six and seven. And as you build that consistency, that five and a half then becomes six and that six becomes six and a half. And then by the time you know it, you're actually sleeping for you know the same amount of time you're in that bed. And that there is massive. So there you go ahead. If you're gonna go ahead and continue listening to these guys, that's it. Let's go ahead and write that out. Get yourself set up. And if you want to share it with us, share it with us. You want to tag us in it, tag us in it on Softlead, uh, at Softlead or at uh, at George or GB3 on on Instagram. And you can tie hashtag Softlead or however you want to do it. Let's kind of let's get this going. I think it's going to be a really cool, uh, you know, next few episodes for you guys. And I really hope, you know, to hear more back about what you guys get off of this because this is what these episodes are for. Yeah, absolutely. We, we're really keen on on making. I mean, as with everything with, with we do with Softly, we really want to make this this two way. So rather than just me and George sat here preaching, um, it's like we said, it's all about how it's relevant and applicable to to you guys who are going out and doing the jobs day in day out. Um, so yeah, please let us know if there's things that work, if there's things that are less effective. If you've got any ideas on on how things can be be better, the more we can share as a community, the more we can kind of drive this thing forward. Yes, sir. Awesome, guys. Thank you. And until next time, talk to you later. Thanks very much.